Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, I didn't think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry. This is Dirt and Sprague. Why, Johnny Ringo, you look like somebody just walked over your grave. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brandon Sprague. But it's not with you, Holiday. I beg to differ, sir. We started a game we never got to finish. <laughs> Play for blood, remember? Dirt and Sprague on 1080. I was just fooling about. I wasn't. The Fan. Hey, let's do this. Final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080. The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Happy Monday morning, everybody. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope your Mondays are off to an awesome start. We were just talking about the Blazers. And uh, thoughts all over the board coming in. He uh, said, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just out with the Blazers. It's the same thing every year, yeah. year after year after year. Maybe this will happen. Maybe that will happen. They're going to do this. They're going to wait, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, you're not wrong. I, I do. I, I personally, <laughs> I do a podcast on this, so this isn't great to maybe say pr- publicly. Like, I do get tired of it. It's just we're talking about the same things we talked about last it's year. the same thing, should man. Should so-and-so play, or should they just try to lose all their games? Now, <laughs> at least I get to watch Damian Lillard play basketball. but And go for a scoring title? My real sense is, outside of the diehard, diehard fans, I feel like most of the city is just like, don't really care at all. Yesterday was one of the first times this year that it was like, oh, that's right. And I don't think people first care. First game, that's right. I forgot to play. It was one of those kind of moments. And I don't think people care. No, I don't. Sorry. Yeah, no, I don't I, think uh, eight people on Twitter or... <laughs> A hundred people on Twitter constitutes most people caring. They just don't. I enjoy the uh, the optimism at the text line. Uh, somebody said the Blazers end up with a number one overall pick. Whoever is number two should be very ecstatic because they're going to be a generational talent, and Wembayama's going to get hurt and out of the league oh, in four years. God, why would you do <laughs> That's that? That's where us? we're at mentally. <laughs> you know, not to get all nostalgic about this, but we are watching like the last what three, four years of Damian Lillard's prime. <laughs> you, you know, so yeah, I'm gonna enjoy. I enjoy. You think the it's games. four years? I think, you think we have he, four more years. You could do this at thirty-seven. I, I, I think so. three years tops. Hopefully, four years. But but he's taking care of himself almost better than you know anybody oh, else sure. in the league. Yeah. He is up there yeah. as far as uh, guys extending their careers. But but amongst all this conversation, and I know that's kind of the main reason we're having this is we're running out of Dame time, right? 
And whether we get Wembenyama in Portland or whether they try to trade for somebody at the deadline if they don't end up getting a good draft pick, it's... Can it's I ask you guys this question? Question of whether or not Dame's going to cash in, and I just don't think it's ever going to happen. Right, next three four years. I mean, everybody wants him to cash in. Uh, the franchise history would suggest he's not going to. Let me ask you this: Let's say we flirt with the Wimby sweepstakes somehow, some way. Right? We have. This... I mean, you're not that far out. No, That's I, I the know, crazy thing. You're not catching the top four. Hell no, you won't. Houston, uh, Detroit, San Antonio, Charlotte are not catchable. They've tanked hard. Everybody yeah. else is catchable in that. Orlando has the fifth worst record in the NBA. They are three and a half games behind or ahead of you, depending on how you want to. Define Let's just it. say you're in the top six or seven. Okay, That's where you you, you finished exactly yes. where you finished last year, and you have that kind of pick, odds wise. But let's say you get two. What do you do with the second pick if you're Portland? And I'm getting way ahead, but if you're going to bring this topic up, I I will ask this out loud because I've I've been listening to a couple draft things as we inch closer to March Madness. Mm -hmm. Brandon Miller is six foot nine, and he's getting a lot of Paul George comps. And while I don't want to see him being patted down in a starting lineup the way he was in Tuscaloosa, as he gets a standing ovation after the whole gun and murdered mother story comes out and Alabama continues to show their colors. What do you do with that pick? Do you use it or do you trade it? Because you could make real arguments of both both sides of that. You really could. I My argument would be to maximize the window, which I think is the most important thing for most fans. Like somebody said, I think people are frustrated because you're saying don't trade Dame, but tank. Like, I don't think the two have to be mutually exclusive. You're tanking this year, whether you're trying to or not. You haven't gone out and signed anybody over six foot eight. You didn't make any moves to improve the roster at the deadline. Like, you are tanking. You didn't sign Nerlens Noel. Right. Goes to Nerlens Brooklyn. Noel yeah. was available. You could have gone and got him as a backup center. We don't know when Nurkic is going to get back. Like, maybe not the rest of the year. It like, might not be. We're right? pretty close to that. So the fact that you didn't go out and sign somebody over six foot eight tells me you don't really care about winning this year. So I would argue you are tanking. You just have a generational player who's carrying you and going for a scoring title. Mm. So I don't think they have to be mutually exclusive. But as long as it's not the number one pick, I'm trading the pick. So packaging that with something else yeah. for the big all-in move because to me all the like the other scoot henderson right is another one of those guys up there like, we don't no. please for the love of god don't take another guard yeah. like to me Wembayama is that big of a difference maker but everybody else like they're all certain to a certain level question marks and Wembayama, i guess is, is too uh but i would rather use that pick to go get somebody that's going to win now yeah i mean that that's you're making a real argument for it and i think a lot of people would be with you this draft is supposed to be eight to ten deep like it's supposed to be a really talented to draft and I it sounds disgusting to say this or ask this question out loud I understand that sentiment from some fans but I mean you're not drafting a Scoot Anderson if you were bad enough or lucky enough to get the second pick in the draft six foot nine and <laughs> I'm just saying like I, I'm not I understand trying to the appeal there it, yeah I understand like, the appeal I don't know what they would do there I because you'd have to you'd have to have a Neil press conference where you have a water bottle very closely next to you so you can indicate to a PR person shut Jason Quick up and move on from the past of right. this person that that case and that story is not going anywhere and so I just I'm kind of curious if you were lucky enough to get your odds better than where you finish and you get number two and you're on the clock the other thing about that is he could be an amazing player if he is available to play but how long is that going to take? Because we're again to we're trying to maximize the Dame Prime, right? Exactly. So, That's a tough part. Yeah, I I, I don't know. It, it's the organization's in a weird place right now. I I really do believe that. I in some ways, I'm curious to see what they do. They have 
despite what some would tell you, I think they have assets to make a swinging move. Now, will they land it? I, that's the million-dollar question. And things could also break their way in the draft where you're stuck going, well, we have a 23-year-old guard and we've got a 20-year-old two and we're trying to get out of the NERC business and we don't have depth and we don't have a lot of skill guys. Like, I, I just, I don't know what direction this is going to go. I'm trying to stay optimistic, but as many people point out, every time you tweet anything optimistic, it's like, this is the Blazers. <laughs> Why would you ever be optimistic? There's no reason for it. Uh, before we, before I get to some fun with audio in the next segment, because I do want to have some fun with audio, uh, can we just take a moment to appreciate and honor how good the golf was this weekend? Can we just take a brief moment? Just a brief moment. Appreciate. I was wondering if say your a thank you to the golf gods this week would be involving the Arnold Palmer. Invitation. How good was that? How good was that? It was good. It was a good finish. My, it was so good. Kirk Kitayama winning for the first time ever, Man. fighting off like fifteen yeah. the fifteen best players Trust in the world. Me. Watched that on Sunday morning. Did not catch any of the Blazers game Sunday afternoon. See, I'm, there I don't you go. Blame you for the that. drama was better. Trust Tree Saturday played simulator golf. Had the Arnold Palmer on the television at our <laughs> oh, bay. Baby. Looked up, saw Kitayama was a plus two on the day. Turned to a friend and said, no chance he wins. <laughs> He'll choke. He ain't never done this before with these guys. Wrapped it up the next day. Sprague the line hard on that uh, one. Uh, to be fair, I think 99.99999% of golf or, or golf fans <laughs> said the same exact thing. When he triple bogey nine yesterday, yeah. that, was, that was it. You thought that uh, for was a brief over. moment, I thought, should I pl- place a bet on him? Because the odds are the live odds are pretty good. And I thought, no, don't be an idiot. There's no way he's going to win this tournament. Mm-hmm. And he won the tournament, man. The golf was great. PGA Tour is on an absolute heater right now. I uh, so From time to time, you hear us talk about good gigs in sports media. And some people would say, well, you guys got a good gig. And I wouldn't disagree with that. But. There's levels to it, right? Like Schultzy, who do you? It doesn't. I don't care who it is. Yeah. Who in the, in your mind has the best gig in sports media? Bob Costas, I think, because he's just he can do whatever he wants in the business. He yeah. can do play by play. He could do a talk show. He Paychecks the are probably the fattest. Exactly, yeah, it's a combination of things. Yeah, it's just a guy that transcends anything and can walk into basically. If he walked into this studio, I'd be like, "Hey, host a three hour show." <laughs> that's that's the best gig. Okay. In, that's fair. I told Dirt because I'm I'm increasingly becoming YouTube golf guy. I think the barstool uh, golf guys have the best gig. I watched them play golf with Billy Horschel at TPC Sawgrass, and I'm just well. If we're God, I'm jealous. I mean, then I want your job. I want to change yeah. my answer. That, then John Boy Media guys on YouTube when they're uh, going to spring training yeah. and, and doing all of these, they got their mansion where the players are literally coming over after their games or they leave in the seventh inning and then coming over and hang out and play air hockey or whatever the hell they do. Can I argue it's against fun. that? Sure. I John Boy Media has done an exceptional job building themselves up. He had to do that by editing a lot of visual stuff. I want nothing to do with editing. I want to just tee up my golf ball. And either be the worst guy in the group who's constantly made fun of and has somewhat of a following <laughs> playing with Billy Horschel. One of the guys on the Barstool Golf Trends is him breaking 90. 90 he can't their, break 90. sucks. He's never broken 90 before, and they follow him as he tries. Like he people, never will, by the way. He's, he's awful. terrible. He's, he, he's been playing for years, and he's yeah. like 97, 108. Like, he just can't do it. He needs to play the white tees, too. That's the whole bit. They just go play world-famous courses and videotape him if he can break 90, and people watch it. Yeah. Like, that's your life. That's your job. He doesn't edit any of that. He just does. (laughs) He's just the content itself. All right, yeah, that's a good job. That's That's an easy job. That's a great job. That's a good gig right there. Um, All right, there you go. There's uh, Golf was good. Blazers are kind of tanking, but not tanking. (laughs) Let's tank a little bit more. Uh, Let's get to some fun with audio. If you ever wanted to know what things sound like in New York, this is what they sound like in New York. That's next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive of insurance whether you love true crime or comedy 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back in. 822 on a Monday morning. Big day for us. The CEO is in town. Oh, people are starting to trickle in early. Everybody's today. here early today. Everybody's well dressed on their best behavior. Yeah. And I would like to set up this next segment by saying this is how we support our company. Okay. This is what we do for the Odyssey family because WFAN in New York is a part of the Odyssey family. Yes, they are. We operated a somewhat similar budget as WFAN. I think we're probably on par with each other. If I had to guess, <laughs> WFAN probably <laughs> almost triples our budget as a station. In New York versus our entire building of Portland, Oregon. You want to know how big of the budget is in New York for sports radio? This audio I'm about to play you, this guy hosts a show. They have a live show daily from midnight to 5 a.m. Yeah, it's it's he, all night. On all night. Fan. It's yeah, 24 live. hours a day, live, yeah. never, you know, yeah. nothing national, live shows. That's it. This guy hosts from midnight till 5 o'clock in the morning. That's his radio shift. And the guy I'm talking about is Sal Licata. Now, if you don't know who he is, you probably won't remember, but I'm going to try and paint the, the picture for you. There was a viral video that came out of New York at the end of the baseball season because the Mets tanked hilariously at the end of the year and did not end up winning the NLEs. Sprague's Braves came all the way back. They were down, what, nine, ten games in ten like July? Games. Ten games in July. Ten games with two months to go in the regular season. The Mets, you know, they tank. The Braves come all the way back. They win the division. Well, Sal Licata put out a video sometime around July in which he proclaimed, and that with that 10-game lead, the division is over. He went on this long rant. Like, the, the Mets won the division. They won the NLEs. Everybody go home. Braves, you're not going to do it. And then, of course, the Braves win the division. That gets old takes exposed. He takes it a little personally. And it's been kind of ruffling his feathers a little bit, right? Well, last Thursday, or maybe it was Friday, but somebody called into his show and said something that set him off. Enjoy New York Sports Radio. Russ, Russ, are you that stupid? The Mets are going to win the NL East. Yeah, and, and what, you think they lost because of something I said? You think they lost because of something I said? You think they lost because of something I said? You gave them the kiss of death. Russ, you idiot. Do you? Hey, Russ, you idiot. Do you think they lost? You're calling me an idiot. Yeah, do you think? Yeah, I am. Do you hear me? No, no. You called me an idiot. You are. You are an idiot. Shut your mouth, you idiot. Get lost. I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with it. Look, do me a favor. I'll sit here and talk to myself for five hours if I have to. I won't come back. I'll quit. You blame me, you idiot. I had nothing to do with it. I didn't take the mound. I didn't throw the ball. I didn't strike out. 
You're blaming me. Blame the players. Hey, I don't care who you are. If you think that any words that I said caused the Mets to lose the division, you're an absolute idiot. I'll tell it to your face. I mean, there is idiocy, and then there's that guy. <laughs> wow. He went a little Francesa there, too, in one of those, like, ah, <laughs> was a little Mike, Mike Francesa wow. type right there. Huh? Um, what do we think? Do we want that kind of radio? Should we open up the phone lines for people to tell us how stupid we are and we can call them idiots? Hey, uh, the Ducks <laughs> lost by 46 to Georgia. You took them plus 17. It was your fault. <laughs> that would set you off. You think I, you think something could set me off to, to yes. yell and rant like that? I think if people were to bl- – and, and by the way, these guys that do those shows when they do the call-in radio show, like <laughs> there's people that do that stuff here, and I – you know, once in a while you'll hear a phone call, and it's just – Jesus, I just roll my <laughs> eyes sometimes. But it's not that. It's you, not no. the hostility. It's no. not the it's, – it's your fault. The, the Beavers lost that game on Saturday because you said they would win the game and they didn't win the game and you said that they would. It's your fault. Like, we don't get that. I think if somebody were to call and we did a caller-friendly radio show, 100%, eventually you would snap. You think I would eventually get there? Dude, you're Steve Buscemi in your living room couch putting on lipstick, crossing names off if people are nice to you. You have a dark side that nobody knows about except me. And at some point, you are going to snap. I'm going to snap. I'm going to lose it. George is getting angry. I had somebody do this to me the other day. I, I, I tweeted something, or not the other day, but like at some point early in the Blazers season, they were up. And I was like, God, this feels great. Up 20, going to get a win. Much needed. They lost the game. I had somebody tweet me, way to go. As if I played the second half. You jinxed it, man. Why would you jinx it, Sprague? What the hell's the matter with you? Make fun of outlandish commentary all you want, but (laughs) actually blaming radio hosts because they think that their team is successful and have clinched or done it, that's a bit ridiculous. You shouldn't yell at somebody like that and call them an idiot, especially considering I don't think that guy actually would call anybody an idiot to his face. But come on, like we're blaming a radio host because he thought the team with a 10-game lead would win the division? It is so funny, the difference in calls you get. Like In diehard sports markets like that, you get the angry, yelling listener who's blaming you for problems. I feel like in the on the West Coast, we get like radio callers that just are they're long ramblers, and they want to tell stories, and then you just can't, you can't get them to hang up. And that's why we largely don't take calls, was because, one, we don't think our listeners care to hear what other listeners think, and we can siphon through the text machine and we can pick out the best ones that we want to read. Well, I was going to say, we do read we listener do. thoughts. Like, All the I don't time. I think, think that they don't want to hear it. It's well, just, I just, yeah. from my vantage point as a sports radio listener, I, it's like I don't care what Bob, I'm listening to the show for the host, I don't care what Bob in Vancouver does. And I think there's a lot of radio shows that do it just to drive content because they can't come up with something to talk about. So sure. they open up the phone lines, you call in, you give us fodder, we react to your takes, yeah. and there you go. You just fill the half hour of sports radio. To me, it's a certain level, uh, it's a certain level of crutch. But when I do hear callers, I feel like it is always the... It's like an older gentleman or an older gal telling yep. a story about the 1976 Portland Trailblazers and how great of a memory it was. And then next thing you know, like two and a half minutes went by and you're like, why haven't they hung up on this person yet? And they've told that story 10 times. Nobody yes. else in their life wants to listen to it. So they're calling, <laughs> hoping that the listeners of Tenet the Fan want to hear it. The no. worst is when they make like outlandish suggestions of <laughs> roster additions. You know what I mean? Like, why don't we just trade for Kevin Durant? Oh, yeah, great. Why don't we just do that? Let's do that. 
Somebody said the weed in New York is uh, isn't as good as Portland. I'm guessing that's what Sprague would sound like if he stopped smoking weed. Yeah, let's try that for two weeks. Like George not having sex, he gets smarter. Sprague doesn't smoke weed for two weeks. Does he blow up on anybody? Do I get angry? <laughs> What's the outcome of something like that happening? I over mean, the next I lived in weeks? Boston for a year. I can confirm it's swag. It ain't as good. Not as good. Yeah, Boston can go pretty hard. I remember listening to Philly going into the Super Bowl. Our buddy John Marks does uh, afternoon show there, and so I. One of the days I turned it on just out of curiosity. Wow, what a day I chose. It was Philadelphia fit. Hey, uh, do you think they're going to go down this street for the parade or that street? And Marks was like, hey, they haven't played the game. It's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, no, but our defense is legit. And the offensive line, best in the league, Marksy. Okay. All right. They didn't win the Super Bowl. No, no, it didn't happen. Well, there you go. Whenever I see a good radio rant, I like to pull it and play it. That is uh, from our our great sister station in New York, WFAN, Sal Licata. To also be fair to him being angry, he's doing the midnight to 5 a.m. shift, and that call probably came at like 3.15 in the morning, and uh, I'd probably be a little angry too. Some old guy that's only awake just to troll you for a wrong opinion from July that went viral calling in. Trying to fill five hours. <laughs> five hours overnight? Can you imagine doing that shift? If the Ducks don't make the playoff, I might have to be the caller to dirt. <laughs> you to take a day off, off. call in sick on purpose, <laughs> then call in just to get me going on the air. All right, well, there you go. Um... Okay, let's get to a couple of uh, lingering NFL notes we didn't get to over the weekend. Also, I got some NBA things I want to get to as well because it was a nice little weekend in the association. That's next. First, here's Jordan with Sports Center. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. I got a couple things I want to get to here in this segment. One NFL-related, one NBA-related. I'll start with the NBA. Yes. Your, uh, your association is heating up there, Bob. We had some great weekend basketball. There really was. There really was. We talked earlier about that Suns and Dallas game. That was a great game. I want to ask you... And this is not a unique take. I've seen this all over the place, but it, your your eyes start to open a little bit. You're like, oh, okay, I, I could see something there. 
uh, are we sleeping on? And maybe the answer is an easy no because of who they are. But based on the way they've played in, in recently and based on the player that returned to the lineup this weekend, are we sleeping on the defending NBA champion Golden State Warriors? Uh, sleeping on them? No, I don't. I don't think the Golden State Warriors are a franchise people sleep on. Even okay. with their road record being what is their way? They are seven the and twenty-four on the road, twenty-seven and seven at home. <laughs> um, everybody can right now picture in their mind the Golden State Warriors as a four or five seed coming to somebody's venue, and despite the road record, Steph drops forty and they get a road win, like. I just I I don't think there's a reality that exists where people sleep on the Golden State Warriors. Okay, no. I just asked that because it feels like, especially with the Kevin Durant trade to Phoenix, it, they're now the overwhelming favorites. We've done the conversation around Denver. They're forty five and nineteen, all time great at home, twenty nine and four. Denver's going to win the one seed. They're up six yes. and a half games at this point. With what nineteen games yeah. or whatever it is to go, like that. That's set. They're not going to tank that bad. They're going to be the number one seed and have home court advantage throughout the playoffs, depending on how far they advance. I just I, I feel like Golden State's that like. <laughs> That hunting tiger or that hunting cheetah and that's just lurking in the background of the Western Conference. Like, hey, remember us? Like, remember that we won the NBA championship? Dallas, hey, they got Kyrie Irving. Is this the year Dallas does it? In Memphis, can John Morant stay out of trouble? How cool of a story are the Kings? And I'm just not as plugged into the NBA as you are, but I realize, I know they ended up losing the game that, that Steph came back. I think they lost to what, the Lakers, the Lakers this weekend? Yeah, AD went um, and they, they, had lo- they had won five in a row leading up to that. But when they had won those five in a row, one of them erasing a 23-point deficit against the Portland Trailblazers without their best player, you're like, where are they? And that's right. They're the five seed. They're out of the play-in right now. They're pretty solidified in their playoffs standing i don't see him going anywhere and i'll tell you this man if he is healthy curry that is come playoff time yeah they're just they're they're one of those teams that you do not you don't want to go anywhere near them in a playoff series i mean hey congratulations denver nuggets you get past your one eight matchup your reward is steph curry now is coming to your building for a seven game series you realize there's a legitimate chance that a first round series could be phoenix versus golden state yeah (laughs) right now that's what it's set up to be they're the four and five right now sacramento you know, they, they show no signs of giving up the three seed here. I think, if anything, they're eyeing for the two. Uh, and so I think it's Memphis. And we'll see what Memphis does with this jaw this jaw thing. I, I I wonder how much this is going to derail them. They blew their lead against the Clippers. They scored 51 points in a quarter and lost a game. Uh, Sacramento-Memphis vying for 2-3. Phoenix could go on a run. Uh, but, yeah, I... Four, five. I mean, Phoenix and Golden State in a first round series. Dear God, especially once Wiggins returns and Curry is back now. Like Wiggins was gone for some personal reasons. Uh, now that they're getting their team kind of back together and solidified, I, Golden State's absolutely. There's not a team in the West. Maybe Minnesota. You don't take seriously, but like you go to the Clippers. And after the Clippers, I don't trust anybody. Lakers, Pelicans, Jazz. Mm-hmm. Like the Clippers, the Mavs, the Warriors, the Suns. Maybe the Kings for some, the Grizzlies and the Nuggets. You can all make very strong arguments that those teams can win the West. Very similar situation for KD if that ends up happening. They had to play Boston in the first round last year. And all four of those games were one possession games, if I remember correctly. They had a chance to win all four of them. They lost all four. They got swept in the first round of the playoffs. That's a brutal first round matchup. Who would you pick to win in a first round, assuming both teams (laughs) have all their dudes? Let's say GP is back, too. I think I would take Golden State. Really? I think I would. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, 
Hard to argue it. I Chris, I'm just picturing Chris Paul trying to stop at any one point in a game. <laughs> Steph Curry from running around. I mean, you can go both ways with that too, right? Who's going to guard I KD? Know. It would be a great. It would be a hell of a way for the NBA playoffs to start their their first round. So that was the NBA note I wanted to get to because the the basketball was very good this weekend uh, and it's heating up. And I'm I'm starting to get into it a little bit more. Uh, good games all around. My favorite game of the weekend: the Jalen Brunsonless New York Knicks going on the road. And beating the Boston Celtics. Did not see that coming. That was fantastic. Philly came back uh, from 16 down, I I think it was, against Milwaukee. Uh, And they were missing, you know, P.J. Tucker and Tobias Harris. They still did it with their lineup. Uh, It was great basketball, but the Boston one's interesting because Boston is still up there vying for the one seed. Mm Mm-hmm. They've struggled a little bit. They they've fallen off from where they once were, and and people don't really seem to like their coach very much, Joe Mazzula. I don't know how much of their uh, of an opening in the Eastern Conference, even with Philly, like coming back and beating Milwaukee. I'm still taking the Bucks and six if they were to face them. But yes, uh, even the East, man, like New York, Cleveland, round one. It's a fun series. Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Mobley, Allen versus. Quickly and Brunson and Josh Hart's been a revelation for him. That was great. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle's had a pretty good season here. Mitchell uh, Mitchell Robinson is a beast on the board. So, I mean, you you got some pretty good first round matchups potentially looming in the East and in the West. You do. The playoffs are going to be exciting, man. I love that Brooklyn's still hanging out there as a six seed too. <laughs> And Brooklyn's going for it. They added Nerlens Noel off the scrap heap. Like Bridges they, is a good young player. Yep, and uh, it, Dinwiddie can give you thirty on any given night. Like they're not, they haven't punted on their season, and I like that. This is this is the Brooklyn Nets I always wanted them to be. Yeah. Now I don't blame them for going on the KD Kyrie thing, but uh, the Nets were fun and feisty before they added those dudes, and you know now that they've shut Ben Simmons down and gotten that out of the way. Like Jacques Vaughn can just operate and cook, and he's allowing some of these young players to to just go out there and, and play their style of basketball. Well, the basketball was good this weekend. Golden State's hot. The Eastern Conference, Milwaukee's long winning streak finally came to an end, and then they bounced back immediately with the win. And to your point on Boston, that 16-game winning streak has catapulted them to the number 1 seed in the East. The one thing I would just say, as it's relating to the Blazers, the Blazers are not involved in this to me, but the one thing that I keep rooting against the nine seed in the East. You want that nine seed in the East. They're not going to give up their probably playing spot, but keep an eye on Toronto. If Toronto can get smoked in round one by Milwaukee or Boston, that's a team with a lot to keep an eye on for. And not just because of OG. Pascal Siakam, like they're probably going to lose Fred Van Vliet. He just changed agencies. He's an unrestricted free agent. Toronto's a team Portland fans need to keep rooting against if you believe there is any shot at them making some talent acquisition via trade. And Philadelphia, too, because once James Harden goes running back to his strippers in Houston, Joel Embiid, if they flame out in the first round, hey hello. Well, people point hello. to New York with Embiid, but I just don't. I, would Daryl Morey really want to trade him within his division? I, I don't understand why he would, and I think Portland, asset-wise, with draft capital, would have a little more than New York. And you're going to get the number one pick and have Victor Wembayama, too, and add Joel Embiid to the mix. No, what I, a team, I dude. Don't think I'd, I don't know if I'd want Wembayama at the four. And beat at the five. Twin Towers. Yeah. Twin Towers. Let, let Jeremy Grant go, and then we sure. just... Sure, let him go. Not? We don't need him anymore. We got Victor Wimbayama. So it's Dame, Ant, Wimbayama. No, we traded Ant in, Ant's oh, in the okay. NBA trade. He's, he's gone. He's, he's out so of here. So it's Shaden. 
Uh, so did four first round draft picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got traded okay, too. Yeah, so they, just, they're gone. They're gone. Just, wait, lace them up with Joel, Dame, and so Winbanyama. Play five Justice on, Winslow. Justice Winslow. Let's go. I'll put that. Well, I don't know if he'll be able to play ever again, but uh, <laughs> I'll put that as a poll question. Cam Reddish can stick around. He could be a starting two. I'm cool with that. I like Matisse. Yeah, Matisse, Matisse plays good defense. There you go. Matisse yeah. is your three. Okay. Wimbayama at the four and beat and beat at the five. The so bench, Eubanks, Trinan, Watford, and yeah. Eubanks. Watford and Eubanks, baby. Dude, I'm going to put that as a poll question. See who says yes to this. Is this that team. an NBA championship <laughs> team? I think the answer is yes. <laughs> is that a title contending <laughs> team? The answer is yes. Uh, hey, would you want to go after this guy in the NFL because his team is shopping him? Uh, that is next. Close it up on a Monday next on the fam. This is Dirt and Sprague gone 1080. The fan. All right, welcome back in. Blazers are playing again today. God, you and you love talking about a, just an absolutely trash team. It's a big one. It's a big one today, Bob. If you can lose to the Detroit Pistons, dreams are alive. I ladies not and gentlemen, the Pistons dreams are. are alive. I always wonder how many people, and I would say it's a strong percentage because <laughs> Twitter and reality are never meshed. How many people see a poll question we post and go? What? What the hell are these guys talking about? Could you win a championship with Joel Embiid, Damian Lillard, Victor Wimbanyama, Drew Eubanks, Matisse Thibel, Trendon Watford? Yes or no? <laughs> I mean, how is that not a yes? I think even without Victor Wimbanyama, if you just told me it was Dame and, and Joel Embiid, I'm putting you, I'm giving you a puncher's chance. Well, you only have a one bench player there. And uh, you don't need him. Don't need him. <laughs> Yeah, in the NBA playoffs, of what forty two minutes a game for the yeah. starters. So, so Six man rotation, dude. You don't oh, need eight guys off the bench. What the hell are we doing here? I just wonder how many people take our <laughs> question. Like, really, this show is that stupid? That's where we're going with that. Really? Yes, you're damn right. right. That's where we're going. Dare to dream, lose to Detroit. Could happen. Could happen. Probably not, but it could happen. Oh. So they're in action today at uh, four o'clock. Random note that just came out here in the last half hour of the NFL. Would you want your team to go after Derrick Henry? He is only 29 years old. He had third or no 1,500 rushing yards last year. I didn't realize he had that good of a season. Uh, led the league in carries, so a lot of wear and tear. But again, only 29 years old, and the Titans are reportedly shopping him. They're they're blowing it all up. Yeah. Well, um, they say they're not. Tannehill's going to be our guy. Dude. We're reevaluating. He's like, no, we see what you're doing. And look, I if I'm Tennessee fan, I'm okay. Like that's probably the right move. You're not winning a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill, a quarterback. You got close. You made it to an AFC title game. You ran into the Chiefs, and you could tell it was a, a you know a different class from you. Uh, something in the tank. We saw Christian McCaffrey. You like pointing this out. They, the Brock Purdy came in. Their numbers exploded. It also coincided with the 49ers adding Christian McCaffrey, which was a big piece. Henry, obviously, a different type of running back, but I think he could have that kind of impact depending on where he goes. Yeah, I think a, a lot of this is the price tag, too. Like, Derrick Henry is a really good player. To your point, how many people knew he had rushed for 1,500 rushing yards? I honestly didn't. I thought he had a terrible year this year. Well, they weren't, they weren't a good they football weren't, yeah. team. He I did think. have some fumbling woes in some pretty key moments, but... Here, here's my thing. Do you need Derrick Henry? We just watched the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl with a seventh-round wide receiver they converted to running back starting in the Super Bowl. Trying to think of it, like, who's a good team that, like, how about Buffalo? Buffalo can't run the football. Buffalo can't run the football. Is that personnel or is that offensive line problems? It could be a little bit of both. Um, it, That could be a good spot for him. Sneaky good spot. But I, I think trying to think price of price tag stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think of teams that are, str- like, struggle to run the ball. Because that is a theme come playoff time when you got to do it all on your own. Yeah, I mean, the NFC South, yeah, you don't really buy much of them. Uh, NFC West, the Cardinals, maybe. They've got, what, James Conner? Yeah. The Rams kind of have this weird thing with Cam Akers and then whoever else you fill in the blank with that they flirt with trading. 
The Niners don't need them. The Seahawks don't need them. Uh, I mean, you just kind of run through the gambit of teams. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a true contender. Buffalo might be the best team I you could come up with. Yeah, so he's on the market. We'll see if something ends up happening there. But uh, Derrick Henry might get chipped out of Tennessee as they're starting to tear everything down and, uh, and rebuilds. So there you go. That'll do it for us. Hey, I'm out the rest of the week. I'm going to some sunshine. Yeah. I'm going to go watch spring training and play golf I down in uh, down I, Scottsdale. I, I hate you. I will be back I, next Monday. Uh, yeah. I love you all. Yeah. Are you back next Monday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we fly back. Well, I fly back Sunday, so hopefully right. nothing happens with the flight. Well, I expect to see you super tan. Super tan, baby. Really tan Portland dirt. <laughs> Go to a Mariners game. Play around a golf for me, please. I'm going to the game. Giants game on Wednesday night, and they're playing uh, Team USA, the, the World Baseball Classic, which oh. is getting underway. Go Giants. Yeah. I I figured if I'm going to go to a spring training game, that's kind of a cool one to go to. You see a team full of big leaguers against all of the Giants minor leaguers. Well, I saw a video this weekend, and it may or may not be true, but the former president said we're a communist Marxist country now, so go oh. beat those communist Marxists this okay. weekend, Giants. Go we'll, Giants. We'll take them down, baby. We'll take them down, all right? <laughs> Let's go Giants. I got my jersey ready to go. So everybody have a great week. I'm off to get a little bit of sunshine and play some golf. Uh, Sprague will obviously be here all week. And uh, that will do it for us. If you missed any of the show, go check the podcast, 1080thefan.com. At Dirt and Sprague on Twitter, at 1080thefan on Twitter as well. These guys will talk to you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Colin is next. You're listening to 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.